Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 13th, 2019. Strong hand, offended by selling. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Be a unique beast. Unconfiscatable holder of last resort world reserve cryptocurrency. Bitcoin is the apex predator. All right. Tomorrow in less than 24 hours, 6 p.m. East Coast time. That is 3 p.m. West Coast time here in Los Angeles. This week in Bitcoin, Jeet, Ansel Lidner, and Alex, I can't pronounce his last name, of the Amber app. He has a great blog also. It is linked to below. The Amber app is linked to below. So you can do some research into Alexander and be prepped for tomorrow's show in less than 24 hours. Yes, it's Alexander Svetsky with Jeet and Ansel Lindner tomorrow, 6 p.m. East Coast time, 3 p.m. in uh, Los Angeles. And it will be 8 a.m. on Saturday morning in Sydney, Australia. Yeah, it's a big world, people. And it's a great Bitcoin world. All right, questions and answers this show. Guys, if you want me to answer your questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. And it, Crypto Hoopty, I explained in, in the chat, Crypto Hoopty asked about the Serenium uh, crypto dividend that Bitcoin holders get by uh, getting this airdrop. Uh, and he says it looks confusing. Watch the show from what day was it? Uh, on Tuesday, I did a show about this. Uh, and it, it isn't that easy, but work through it. And if uh, you have questions, contact them. They're good about answering questions. Why not get a free uh, crypto dividend that you can tr trade into Bitcoin? That's what holding Bitcoin is all about. You get interest if you truly hold your Bitcoin. If you control your private key, you get the crypto dividends. You get the airdrops. Uh, was a airdrop and a fork is a crypto dividend. Pound that like button. Let us jump into the show though, okay? And uh, But if you got questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. This is where the big boys play. We don't fit into a, little, a nice little category here as, uh, as Bitcoiners. Let me read you a Nick Carter tweet here. Bitcoinism is totally distinct from the cypherpunk, libertarian, Austrian, or anarchist movements. It is a philosophical movement in its own right. Bitcoinism is a philosophical movement in its own right. I totally agree because a lot of people go, oh, you've got to be an Austrian. You're a libertarian. Oh, you can't say. No, this is where the big boys play. There's all sorts of different philosophies thrown into here. We're all going to have to deal with it. Bitcoinism is its own philosophy. It transcends all those philosophies. And uh, it's it's unique. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here, be part of it, defining what it is, at least defining what it is for me. Because for you, Bitcoinism might be something totally different. So I love that tweet from Nick Carter, and he went on a, a tweet storm today that was epic. He's been on the show before, uh, and he's just a great brain. I, I knew of him before a lot of people. I, he was on the show back in 2017 before he got this nice big job he's got, and before, I mean, he's very well followed now. So I, I'm 
I am proud that I, uh, I, I, I knew of him before he was uh, super well known like he is now, but he's, he is so smart and follow him. It is linked to below. I'm going to discuss the rest of his thread in, in a second, but it, it's, it's one of those uh, threads you, you, because it's thought provoking. He says some things that maybe you don't agree with, but then some things you, you like, well, I never realized that before. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's linked to below, but I'm going to get into that in a second. Remember, the best savings account ever devised by man. That is Bitcoin. Okay. At least that, that's what it is for me. Whoo. And uh, deep. Uh, oh, here. Here's the rest of the Nick Carter stuff. Why don't we just jump into it right now? Deep thoughts from Nick Carter, I call it. I read this entire thing. And so I'm just going to read you some of my, my highlights. Uh, Bitcoin will, and comment on what, what I think about these highlights. Because there's like there were like 30 entries. It's unbelievable. I mean, this is what Twitter should be all about: Le reading stuff like this, not getting the petty arguments about who Satoshi is, <laughs> and wasting your day away worrying about that there are no women in Bitcoin. I mean, my lord, this is what Bitcoin Twitter is about. Pound that like button. All right, at least if you want to be productive and be in motion, this is a uh, what is it? Bitcoin will never be universally adopted because late adopters will always resent enriching early adopters. Okay? So yeah, people are, they're not going to accept that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. They want to have the next Bitcoin. They're going to think, well, it's unfair. I didn't know about it in 2019. So I'm going to make my own version. And guess what? They're free to do that. That's it. That, that's what this is about. They're always going to be altcoiners. There will be people who are envious that they didn't get into Bitcoin and they were no corners or they made up. So they're going to try to make something better than Bitcoin. Let them try. And yeah, there are just certain people out there. Oh, it's unfair. Early people benefit. But then they want to be early people on their own coin. So yeah, whatever. That, but it's a great. So yeah, Bitcoin. And, and, but there's all these people out there that says, yes, eventually everyone will convert to Bitcoin. No, they won't. Look, that, with that mentality, people will always have that mentality. Those mentalities that I just discussed and that Nick put out there. You, you, you got to realize this. Um, they're just that's, that's the way of human beings. <laughs> all right. This is a problem, and here's another one. This is a problem for, oh, yeah. Bitcoin will never be cuddly and fully regulated. It will be used by terrible people. Bitcoiners need to be okay with that. And yeah, I, I have said that before. Um, people are like, oh, my, I heard the terrorists use it. I don't want to be a part. No, that, that's one of the things about, the great things about Bitcoin, and I've said this many times. You, you can't prevent your worst enemy from using it. And you've got to be willing to accept it. That's a strength of it. That's, it's it's uncensorable. Uh, moving on. Bitcoiners need to be, okay. A world where Bitcoin is successful is one where Bitcoiners are demonized, hated, and attacked. Now, I would say we're very well on our way to success because Bitcoiners, I mean, oh, God, you go to some of these mainstream channels or, or gold channels or I mean, and they say, oh, they're just criminals. It's all a Ponzi scheme. Uh, there's a lot of hatred. And then from certain altcoiners, there's a lot of hatred toward Bitcoin. And so it's a good sign. It's a really good sign uh, that, that Bitcoin is getting very close to being tremendously successful, that there's so many haters out there. If you if you don't have haters, then I mean, you're not controversial. You're not really doing anything. Uh, you're, you're just uh, sitting in a room, maybe. So this is great. Bitcoin is is definitely gaining uh, haters is being demonized and attacked and it's a positive it's a positive way of looking at at these uh the negative vibes that come from others into the space hey if we did 
that, that means Bitcoin is doing something and that it is successful, that it's getting all sorts of uh, wild attacks. So great point. Uh, many Bitcoiners lack, I love this one. Many Bitcoiners lack the metal to, to continue to support Bitcoin when the going gets tough and it becomes more regulated, criminalized, and so on. Well, dude, I, I have to agree with you. I've seen many so-called Bitcoiners leave when the going has so-called gotten tough in terms of the fiat price. Imagine when some of the other things that you predict are going to happen. Uh, you know, hardcore regulation, hardcore demonization, hard. I, well, first of all, you know what you know what I say here. I'm not going anywhere. Pound that like button. But there are people that are that are going to leave. So uh, there are plenty. I, I don't know if I would call them big. The ones who have the metal to continue to support Bitcoin, those are the true Bitcoiners. So I wouldn't say many Bitcoiners lack the metal. I say many people lack the metal to stick to stick around and uh, support Bitcoin when the going gets tough. When the going gets tough, the tough get going, baby. All right. So that's enough from Nick Carter. Very inspirational stuff. Follow him on Twitter. Read the whole thing. I love it. Uh, okay, we talked about we did our public service announcement for crypto dividends already. Got to do one of those every day to remind everyone that hey, man, they encourage people to hold their Bitcoin. A lot of people think, oh, it's not glamorous to hold my Bitcoin. I've got to do the glamorous, uh, crazy stuff. And we're going to talk about the Asian gambling in a second. Actually, a lot of people in Asia they just want to gamble. They they don't want to. What's the point of holding? They at the Asian dudes over in China. They're the ones who actually buy the bit the B diamond. Oh my God. Why buy something like that that you can get for free? But they wouldn't know because they keep all their they keep all their coins at exchanges and they just trade and gamble. And, you know, had they had a trezor and stored their Bitcoin, they they could get the all sorts of crypto dividends. All right, so but we're gonna get to that in a second. All right, so there's a Bloomberg article, and this this put this put a huge smile on my face because it brings me back to four or five years ago. Um, just. I knew what Litecoin was, obviously, but so few people knew what Bitcoin was back then. And uh, today, Bloomberg has an article specifically talking about the Litecoin halving. And everyone can remember back in 2016 when I was saying, eventually, here in this year, 2016, the mainstream media is going to talk about the Bitcoin halving. And sure enough, they did. There was Bitcoin halving hype, et cetera, et cetera. Now we're in an era where the mainstream media talks about the Litecoin where the mainstream media actually talks about Litecoin. This is the article. And again, it brings up the Bitcoin halving, which is great too. And we knew that one day this was gonna be, ha this would happen, okay? It was all theoretical at one point that altcoins would be discussed by the media, uh, the mainstream media, that altcoins, uh, that altcoin halvings would be discussed by them. But we're, we're there now, we're there. And this was just such a wild dream back in 2014 and in 2015. So yeah, it is positive that, that, that uh, Bloomberg is talking. I mean, whatever. They're like, oh, Litecoin is, they're very reactionary at, at Bloomberg. Oh, no, Litecoin is up. You know, and that's great. Yeah, in terms of fiat, it's up. That's, that's a reactionary type of article. We've known about the Litecoin having for some time. Uh, I, I mean, I can remember being in 2015, people saying, well, maybe this will save Litecoin, this Litecoin having thing that's coming up. But again, this, uh, it, it's good that Bloomberg is getting the word out that such things exist as halvings. Guess what? Uh, it's still not going to be priced in the Bitcoin, even though many people will read this article about the Litecoin halving. There still are going to be people in you know December of this year, January, February next year, like oh, oh my God, half there's there's a cutting of the new supply of Bitcoin. Better buy now, better buy now. So, uh, but 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 still, uh, this uh, this Bloomberg article 
if you put it in perspective, if you've been around for as long as I have, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. And it definitely, you can see right now, I got a big, big smile on my face, but hey, I always have a big smile on my face. Pound that like button. You gotta love life. All right. Uh, it's the hottest crypto this year. They said again, typical mainstream media, but, but still, okay. Roman Q says Bitcoin Meister, the quality of your shows guests are reaching all time highs, but the high definitely, the high is definitely not in. We have inside information. Pound that like button. You better, you best guest in the space here. And yeah, they'll be, they'll keep getting better. I'll keep combining them differently. Here's some real insider information for you guys. There's a, there's a 10 week rotation I have. I, I, I don't let a guest come on twice in a 10 week period. They have, there has to be at least 10 weeks between each guest. And then I don't like a guest to be on with a guest that they've already been on before with. And I haven't been perfect with that, but I love the different combos and everything like that. And I love my guests. I learn a lot. I learn a lot from them. So, and then you get the insider information, the so-called insider information that everyone should be getting by, you know, following dudes like that on Twitter and everything. But no, people would rather, you know, gamble and talk about some fifth tier altcoin. And in the long run, they're learning nothing. You're learning the real stuff. You get the insider information. Pound that like button. Uh, and Titan Boss says, I put 85% of my light LTC profits into Bitcoin last night. Cheers. Very good idea, Titan Boss. Uh, it's value your wealth in Bitcoin. Just, just value your wealth in Bitcoin. It, it could still go up in terms of, you don't want to get, get stuck. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. Actually, you read my mind, dude. I think this is you, Titan Boss, that keeps talking about this. I'm not sure. I don't want to, I don't want I'm not, I don't want to be wrong about this, but there is a guy out there in the comments, a good guy, actually. And he keeps saying he's going to sell his Litecoin for $250 and get lots of Bitcoin. And I say, and, and to this, I say, no, do not wait around the $250. Set yourself a goal in terms of Bitcoin. If, if you happen to have Litecoin now, first, and you want it to increase more in value, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Say, I am going to sell my Litecoin when it is 2% of a Bitcoin. Because if you if you set a fiat goal like two hundred fifty dollars, you might end up selling your Litecoin when Bitcoin is worth twenty five thousand dollars, and thus you you will be a terrible situation. You know, Litecoin will only be worth one percent of a Bitcoin. So again, I, why even play these games? Why even be holding Litecoin? Um, you just got your Bloomberg pump uh, again. But but but. If for the if that was you that was saying I'm going to sell my big my Litecoin when it's two hundred fifty dollars, a very bad idea to be thinking in terms of fiat with that because you'll get into a bad. Say I'm going to sell my Litecoin when it's worth two percent of a Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. That is a real life example of valuing your wealth in Bitcoin. All you altcoiners out there. Um, okay, uh, who is this? Module module says Bitcoin Meister. I learned how to make to have a strong hand from your channel. I've never sold Bitcoin ever, only buys. Dude, pound that like button with that very strong hand. We're going to talk about that in a second, about never selling uh, Bitcoin. And uh, one, two, three, no scope says, Bitcoin Meister, people who think Bitcoin is going to be made illegal in the US need to think logically about what's happening with financial institutions like Fidelity and others. Very good point. Uh, but there still are some aspects of Bitcoin that could be made illegal, but you're, you're, you, you, you've got a good, uh, you've got a, you've got some logic there because we're going to talk about backed in a second. Would backed be getting into Bitcoin if they feared uh, a United States making it totally illegal? Uh, 
yeah, you, you've, you've got a very good point. Now, again, other countries are going to probably do it. There'll probably be some type of criminalization in, around Bitcoin in the United States. Maybe, not probably, maybe. You, you just got to keep that in the back of your head that there, there are going to be some unexpected pitfalls when it comes to the government saying things about Bitcoin. But I mean, they will be temporary blips. And uh, but that's why that, that just strengthens your hand to know that uh, some countries are not going to go down quietly in terms of Bitcoin. They really should because they should they should embrace cryptocurrency and Bitcoin ASAP because they will be they will benefit. They, they will benefit. But again, are governments logical? No, they are not. Okay, so we talked about the Litecoin and valuing. So a, a, a point from speaking about governments that do illogical things, something that I, I don't know I made completely clear yesterday about the protests that are going on in Hong Kong. Obviously, it, it, China is cracking down on Hong Kong. So you can protest and everything. That's good. That's good. They're in the streets trying to stop this. But get your Bitcoin if you're in Hong Kong. Use that as your insurance policy. I did not make that clear when trying to tie in the situation to uh, to Bitcoin. It is again, it is an insurance policy against overreaching governments like China, which unfortunately is overreaching into Hong Kong. Um, I, I wish Hong Kong was totally independent of China. That that's not the situation. Uh, but yeah, for the people in Hong Kong, get 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 that Bitcoin now. Get, and again, this is good. It, it, it's a sad situation in Hong Kong, but it is good for Bitcoin because it, it, when when you have uh, when you need insurance against your government, you buy the Bitcoin and that, that will help the uh, for all you fiat freaks. Well, there'll be less Bitcoin out there on the market because the smart Hong Kong people will be buying it. The, uh, my buddy Jim says, would you ever buy a home again? I've been thinking about that, Jim, and I am not sure I will. Um, but never say never. Never say never again. James Bond. All right. So, hey, speaking of James, Jim, Jim Bond. James Bond, Jim, pound that like button. All right. Uh, I, I never saying that. I, I, I mean, renting is pretty cool. Uh, there, <laughs> you don't have to pay those. Uh, well, first of all, if the if 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 the fiat system keeps on going the way that it's going in, slowly, you know, inflating and governments slowly taxing people more and more. You know, the boiling frog type of thing we're in. All the eighty percenters are boiling frogs. They don't notice it. That yeah. So property taxes will keep going up, keep going up in many different. I mean, in Baltimore City, they said they made the property taxes lower, but the water bill doubles every nine years or something like that. I mean, that's unbelievable. So they're paying more and more to the government every year. They don't even realize it. And so I don't want to be in a situation like that where I'm, I'm tied into a house where I can be sued. Where so no, I, I at this point I don't see good reasons to buy to buy real estate anymore in in, in terms of places. I mean, if there was a country that had a that didn't have property taxes and didn't allow people just to sue people for tripping on their uh, sidewalk, I'd, I'd consider it. But again, that's that's why I love Bitcoin so much. If someone trips on my Bitcoin, they can't sue. No one can trip on your Bitcoin. No one can. There's no property taxes on your Bitcoin. I mean, it, it's great. Um, it's it, it doesn't tie you down like a house does. There's no maintenance. Oh, you just got me on a, a real estate rant there, Jim. Come on now. Uh, Bitcoin Prim is, uh, says, what about a brain wallet for exiting tyrannical regimes? I mean, that's one option, but there's uh, we've had Rocky Palumbo on the show warn people about brain wallets. You really got to know what you're doing. I, I think getting out of some situations, if you're just running across a border, a, a Trezor will do uh, pretty uh, darn well there. And some some all sorts of storage devices will do pretty. I mean, but again, that, that's one option. Bitcoin in itself. 
gets you out of the tyrannical regime. So I, don't worry about your storage device at that point. As long as you control your own private key, that's going to get you out of the tyrannical regime. And here is a tweet oh, about Bitcoin volatility. Now, again, most of you are familiar with that we're, we're going to keep on having roller coaster days. But are we going to – we haven't had as many roller coaster days as we used to. Um, that trend seems to be continuing. We're still going to have volatile days, but there is a chart below that shows that this year has not had uh, – what's it say here? Uh, Bitcoin volatility in a clear decline as its monetization advances. Okay, so there's a lot of people are like, well, when can I use it as money? Well, when it's not as uh, volatile, right? So it, it's, it's clearly the monetization is advancing because it isn't as volatile. Extreme daily returns are less frequent and less extreme than in the past. Okay, now again, shaded areas mark the 2019 range. It is linked to below. So yeah, there have been less extreme days and they have not been as extreme, but still there will be very extreme days in the future. Just you, you gotta you gotta be ready for it. And hopefully there won't be as many, but there will be quite extreme days. Just prepare. But the trend has it, it has become less volatile. There is no doubt about that. Uh now let's talk about backed real quick. I gotta say that their blog, I like that they have this blog that they update and, and keep us uh, aware of what's going on over there. I think that's a really good sign. Uh, and so they have a new date out there. We, we always get these dates to look forward to in, in Bitcoin. Well, we got a new one. Let me read it to you. Uh, another another magical crypto date to, to know, I say. Okay. On July 22nd, two days after Apollo 11's 50th anniversary. Oh, God. Back will – it's just amazing. We, it's – we should be going back to the moon so often. It's sad that it's 50 years. But Bact will initiate user acceptance testing for its Bitcoin futures listed and traded on ICE Futures US and cleared at ICE Clear US. Okay, so that's a big day. They're, <laughs> they're going to be able to do that on Bact on that day. They're getting closer to becoming fully operational. Uh, and so, hey, will there be a pump leading up to that date? I don't know. Will they actually come through on that day? I think they will. So one day closer to institutional adoption here, people. Where Here comes the institutions. It's one more date to look forward to there. So they start talking about that today. You can read you can read their blog posts. Their blog posts are always very good. And I, I appreciate they keep everyone uh, updated on their situation. All right, so here is a... a a condensed tweet from W. Wan. The heavy gam gambling mentality in the Asian crypto community. Uh, and they she shared a popular crypto term. And this is a translation of it. The trap of fundamental investment. It's commonly used to warn whoever still believes there's a price fun fundamental in crypto. So in, in China, they have a popular term, the trap of fundamental investment, because to them, it's just a trap. It's just people making, say, giving uh, excuses why these altcoins actually have a fundamental uh, inv investment proposition. They don't. There is nothing fundamental but, but behind most of the uh, – there's no reason fundamentally to invest in these altcoins. It's all about gambling. Uh, there, there is – <laughs> so they laugh that there's still a price fundamental in crypto. They don't realize that in Bitcoin there surely is. But of course, in six-tier altcoins and eight-tier altcoins and crypto dividends that you should have gotten for free uh, by, by holding your Bitcoin, there, there are no. There's very 
There's little price. There's no price fundamentals. So keep that in mind. I mean, and I, I talked about, you know, when I was in Korea, uh, South Korea, they, they, I was told about, you know, there's so many people in South Korea, they just kept, they didn't know how to hold their own Bitcoin, hold their own co coins. They were just gambling. They, there was a gambling mentality there. And to each their, I mean, if that's going to be the mentality, let them play that game over there. Okay. It's fine. There's a lot of great people in China. There are people that consider that are holders. I mean, my host in South Korea, he was a holder. Pound that like button, dude. I know you've been watching lately. Thanks. What, what, a, what, a, what a time in South Korea I had. What, what I learned so much uh, uh, back then. It was a, the wild, wild west. And it'll get, it'll get crazy there again, no doubt. Uh, but with all of that in mind, here there is a uh, there was a Coindesk article about EIEIOs, IEOs, exchanged, whatever they're called, initial exchange offerings. And initial exchange offerings are proving big returns. But why? And then they were like wondering, well, why are IEOs doing well? We'll see the what I, I just talked about above. There's a bunch of Asian people that love, love to gamble on stuff that have absolutely no fundamentals, <laughs> that have no investment fundamentals. I mean, so yeah, it's based on gambling. That's why IEOs are doing well because there are a lot of people that put, Americans aren't allowed to buy those darn things. I mean, we're, they're, they're, there's unless you can hide your IP address and everything like that. So yeah, who who's buying it? The gamblers are buying it. There's nothing. So yeah, that's why the IEOs are doing well. Who? It's just an ICO issued by a freaking uh by an exchange. It's it's just as crazy as what was going on before. They don't have to. It's ridiculous. That's why they're doing. That's why they're doing well. Eighty percenters are going to do what they're going to do. Gamblers are going to do what they're going to do. Going to do. You shouldn't be a gambler. You shouldn't be an eighty percenter. You should learn to have a strong hand. Get your crypto dividends. Hold your Bitcoin. Let it be unconfiscatable because in, in those, you know, in Korea or wherever where they're we're doing the gambling and stuff and keeping all their coins on exchanges, they're going to lose their coins like they have in the past when there's a hack that comes up. But, hey, gamblers don't learn. It's, it's, an, it's an addiction. It's a, it's a terrible thing. All right. Uh, Roman Q says, Bitcoin Meister, in the future, there may be a time to, to ask why IEOs are doing well. That's a naive question. You don't realize why they're doing well? Why did ICOs do well? Okay. In the future, there may be a time when more Bitcoin are lost each day than newly mined. This will be true deflation. Yeah. There has never been an asset so scarce. Yeah, that is a very interesting theory. I mean, I really hope people don't lose the big. I mean, if they're still gambling on exchanges with them, darn right. You're darn right about that. I would think by the time that there's so little Bitcoin being produced daily that people will have learned by then how to properly store their Bitcoin. They won't be gambling it on exchanges and they won't be keeping dare keep it on exchanges. Again, I have talked about the days in the future. I believe it. What is it? 2036 when they're only going to be 56 big new Bitcoin uh, mined every day. Was that what it is? Yeah. 56 new Bitcoin mined every day. So if you have 56 Bitcoin, You'll have more than it's mined every day. I mean, that is freaking that that's a goal. You know, I, I said, you know, your first goal is one Bitcoin, then two, then three, then ten, then uh, 17, and then 17, then 21, then 56. Hey, that, that's a logical number right there. But thank you, Roman Q. You, you're you're thinking long term there. Long term thinking. All right, for you gold end holders who haven't, you know, gotten fully in the Bitcoin yet, here is a reminder uh, from Tour de Meester, maybe why you should. Bitcoin is arguably more politically neutral than gold because it can be stored in the cloud. To wit, a gold bar is by definition stored on one nation's territory, whereas 
Bitcoin's collaborative custody allows for non or multi-geographic storage. So that kind of goes back to the point before of avoiding uh, tyrannical regimes. Your bit, you really don't have your Bitcoin on your Trezor. Okay, it's not really there. It's, it's, it's in the cloud. Um, it's in the ether, as, as all the uh, haters like to say, but it, it truly is. So if you've got a way of remembering your private keys somehow, uh, you, it doesn't, it's, it's, it's nowhere. It's in your head. That's it. And so you could go from South Africa to Zimbabwe to the United States to Canada to North Korea or whatever, and you've got your Bitcoin with you. And it's, it's not really in those countries. It's in your head. But the gold, no, that's, it's not multi-geographic uh, storage. It's in one place. Your gold is, is in one place. Uh, moving on, let us talk about, uh, and, and there we go, borderless, as Andreas, uh, that's one of uh, the five pillars of Andreas uh, for, for open blockchains, borderless. Uh, and who is this? One, two, three, no scoop says, when do you envision the first country announcing that they have Bitcoin as a part of their reserves? Announcing it is a very, a very interesting question. When will it leak first? I think is, is a good question. Uh, 2021. That there's my guess. <laughs> it's a guess. It's just a guess. Seems like, seems logical. 2020 after, after the having. uh, the first one announces, then all the other ones are going to pile in and that country is going to be in great shape. But they, they've got to be, they've got to feel comfortable enough. Well, it's going to leak out. All right. Uh, B, B primitive, Bitcoin primitives. I called them B primitives. <laughs> Pound that like button. That's how hardcore I am in the Bitcoin that I can't, that if something even looks like it's a crypto dividend of Bitcoin, even though it's someone's name, I'm going to say B that instead of, instead of Bitcoin that. Wow, man, I'm into this thing. Initial scam offerings, ICOs 2.0. Bunch of trash. Yeah, I totally agree. Agree with the uh, with the initial exchange offers. It's a total ICO 2.0 thing, and you're completely naive if you don't realize that. And you're complete. I mean, you're a noob if you like analyze that stuff and you you talk about that stuff. You're like a, you've got a total noob mentality. And questions for you guys, not to rip on anyone, but is CNBC Africa talking about I, uh, IEOs by any chance? Just just one. I, I don't I don't watch it. I sometimes I check out Rand's. Uh, <laughs> I check out Rand's Twitter feed sometimes to get a big smile on my face. And you know, Rand has Rand was on the show before, and I was on Rand's show a long time ago. Um, but I, I advise everyone to, to watch the old show that Rand was on. Check out TechBalt.com. You, you can find it in the archives. Follow me at, on TechBalt on, on Twitter, by the way, uh, and, and you'll get a you get a big smile on your face as you you see some of the things that uh, Rand said on my show back back in the day. It, it should come as no shock to people who are familiar with the uh, you know the. The very impulsive mentality of that show, to put it uh, to put it nicely. But hey, you know, people people love impulsive things. People don't don't know about uh, that. You know, it's, it's glamorous. It's, they got fancy sets and graphics there. It, instead of you, you can't have a uh, a cable TV show about holding. You, you can't. Let, let's face it. I mean, that's the very definition of TV is is eighty percent or type of stuff. So, uh, B Primitive says. What is this Binance leverage trading? Uh, you know what? It's it's for freaking gamblers who want to get totally wrecked. And uh, it's something I don't even want to like talk about it on the show because it might tempt people to, to – to, it, it's something that the ultimate gamblers do. You, you get a high when you win and you like go to jail when you lose, I guess, because you have nothing left. Uh, so no, I don't uh, – moving on. But it's glamorized. It's so glamorized in, in – uh, by, by the 80 percenters and, or by just people who, I, I don't know, people who are impulsive. Uh, 
Okay, we're almost over here. I want I want to eat soon. Guys like that I'm doing this show early instead of like a three in the morning, pound that like button if you do. Uh, oh, what is this? I think I – oh, here is – it's speaking about impulsive. Now, this ended up not being true. This is from – this is from Brad Mills. He says, I think I just sent $200 in Bitcoin to a friend who gave me a Bcash address, not realizing it wasn't Bitcoin. Okay, the, the lesson – and it, it, it wasn't. The guy got confused. He saw all these Bcash warnings, and then he thought, oh, my God, did I just give my friend a Bcash address? He didn't. But be very careful, people, because some old Bcash addresses look exactly like Bitcoin addresses. This is why you have to be very familiar. Uh, just you got to know how to send a Bitcoin. Know how to send a Bitcoin before you get into altcoins. But VJ, who has been on my show before, had a great reply to this, this tweet. Moral of the story, never send Bitcoin. Only accept it. Pound that like button. That's a strong hand for right there. And I alluded to that earlier in this show that I was going to talk about that. Yeah, of course, I know some you, you some people have to send Bitcoin. You got to send Bitcoin between you know your addresses and stuff. Of course, of course. But you know, sending it as spending or or for selling, I'm offended by selling, of course. But yeah, try to send a, a Bitcoin as few times as possible, you know. But but again, if you're sending it to yourself, you, at that point, you you know how to send it. Uh, and you know you're giving yourself a real Bitcoin address. You're not making a mistake and giving yourself an old school Bcash address. Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, was in motion. He inter he interviewed Stefan Libera, uh, speaking about Australians, because we're going to have an Australian on the show tomorrow. And hopefully I'm going to meet Stefan Libera when I am in Sydney, Australia, October 17th to October 24th. Hope to meet a lot of you guys in Sydney and then in Adelaide after that. And uh, yeah, I'm supposed to meet. Uh, who am I supposed to? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm meeting Hass McCook. Definitely. It seems like uh, on, between October 17th and 24th when I'm in Sydney. Hit the like button, says Crypto Angels. He sent $4.99. Crypto Angels is also in motion. Check him out. Look him up on Twitter. And he's I met him in Long Beach. And uh, again, we got UK Bitcoin Master in motion with his awesome the interview that he did before. So that's linked to below. Uh, and you can follow him on Twitter also. All these guys, I've, I've, you know, they're in motion. Good for them. Uh, Joe Black sent a dollar. Thank you. And thank you, uh, Crypto Angels, for supporting the show with the $4.99 in the Super Chat. And Joe Black sent another dollar. And he doesn't even have anything to say. That's awesome, dude. I appreciate the support. Uh, and Bitcoin Primitives says, Bitcoin Meister, did you leave California back home? Bitcoin Primitives. Always check out the notes below. The first word in the notes below show where I am. And no, I am still in Los Angeles. Won't be in uh, – I don't have a home anymore, but I am originally from Baltimore. And I will be visiting my family in Baltimore from July 1st to July 10th. Then I will be in Israel. So, no, I'm in Los Angeles right now still. Uh, and, again, if anyone ever wants to know where I am, it's the first word in the notes below always check out the notes below you get the links you got you know where i am and everything it's very very convenient stuff you know what i'm going to talk about and okay that is it uh wait there are two more things here uh roman q says i have an open dime with your name on it can't wait to meet you in person to give it to you that that's very kind of you thank thank you roman q you, you don't have to do something like that it's very 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 nice open dime we've had a uh, rodolfo on the show before Pound that like button. I've met him in person before in Calgary. 
What's up, Alberta? Again, I was thinking of Alberta last night. I, I got to be, I, I was happy to hear the blues of St. Louis, where I went to college, Washington University of St. Louis. Uh, they, they won the Stanley Cup for the first time ever. Again, don't waste your time on hockey and everything like that. Uh, but I know Canadians, you love it. So the, 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 the boys in Alberta are, of course, disappointed that, uh, you know, I guess the, the cup is in the United States. I'm not going to tell you which uh, Albertan team is the best because I don't want to offend any of my many uh, Albertans. Uh, yes, uh, 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 Oilers and Flames. Yes, <laughs> taking the easy way out, the Meister there. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. And yes, St. Louis people, you have suffered in many, many different ways. Uh, sports really isn't suffering, but you've, you've suffered. Your, your city has had some economic issues. So ha have fun. Have fun. You know, sometimes it is it's fun to enjoy um, the pastimes and everything. You got to take your... Uh, you got to take your mind off of uh, the seriousness of life. So uh, do, do have fun uh, in St. Louis, people. Pound that like button. Uh, see you guys in the chat now. Bye.